Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker on 101 ESPN. A couple of days ago, the Oakland Athletics sent a letter to their minor league players telling them that they will not be paid beyond May 31st. That's the only requirement that teams have is to pay their minor leaguers through May 31st. And the A's have said that they don't, they plan to pay their minor leaguers beyond that date. They also say, and I'm going to read the letter that David Force, their general manager, sent to minor leaguers. We all hope that the suspension will be short in duration and we can all get back to making our contributions to this great game. As a reminder, your UPC, your contract, remains in place during the period of its of the suspension and you are not permitted to perform services for any other club. The compensation provisions of your contract will be reinstated under the terms of your contract upon the commissioner's decision to end the suspension of play. Your contract will continue in full force and effect for the remainder of its term once the suspension ends. Yet, the players are not being paid. Which, And by the way, there is still time for the A's to change their mind. Garrett Brocious, who has been a huge advocate of minor league players over the years, former minor league player and a St. Louis attorney, joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Garrett, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. How are you doing? Okay, thanks for having me, Randy. I want to start with this because I, I actually looked up the the term uh, indentured servitude. Uh, are, <laughs> are, are these players essentially indentured servants right now? Well, they are working right now without pay, so it, I think it probably matches that definition. And I think that's the thing that really gets lost in this. You know, I tell people all the time that, well, these players should be paid uh, right now for, the, for, for what they're doing. They say, well, what are they doing? There's not a minor league season. And what's lost in it is these guys are working. You know, even the Oakland A's, after they sent that email, they told them that the contract remains in place and they're still expecting them to do work. Those guys are probably training 15, 20 hours a week or even more on behalf of the Oakland A's. They just aren't getting paid for that. And that's really, here's another term for you, unconscionability. That's a legal term. But, you know, this is an unconscionable situation because, the A's are telling them in that email that they remain un- under under the restraints of this contract, but the player, so meaning that the player can't go out and use his his abilities and his skills that he's worked so hard to develop and get paid in some some other way, assuming that there would be baseball somewhere where where uh, where a player could be paid for his services, and he still has to continue training, but he's not being paid for that work. And it's just a really un-American result. Garrett, it sounds like the contracts in and of themselves are so one-sided that it kind of starts there. Players don't have much choice when they are when they enter pro baseball to sign these contracts, but the contracts are completely one-sided. Yeah, and the cause of that 
is the, the root cause of it is the fact that they don't have a union. They don't have representation at all. Uh, the Major League Baseball Players Association doesn't represent the minor league players. And so in many ways, this contract is very much uh, something that's out of the 1920s. It's not something that you see in modern labor. It has changed very little over the past of the past hundred years. Um, it requires them to perform services throughout the year, but it says that they're only paid during the season then. Uh, you know, what other industry is going to think about requiring employees to perform work throughout the year, but only pay them for a few months out of the year. It doesn't really make sense. But, you know, and so the lack of re- representation is the big issue here, and that's what really needs to change. If an A's player would come to Garrett Brocious and say, Garrett, I want to get out of this contract. They aren't paying me. I wanted to get out of this contract and become a baseball free agent. What would the possibility of getting out of it be, and what would the ramifications be, do you think? Well, I, I think there are arguments that could certainly be made. Um, the tough thing, though, is it would take a Kurt Flood to do it. You know, it, there is some real fear here that there would be backlash if a player came forward and, and wanted to do something like that. Now, that being said, these A's players are rightfully very mad. They're also very scared right now, not knowing how they're going to pay their bills. Uh, some of them are already a, a, applying for unemployment benefits. Um, and so, you know, that's, uh, and that's, that's what is really a shame here is that these billionaire owners of the Oakland A's who are retaining these players as employees are now throwing them onto our a system where the taxpayers have to take care of them. And that's really a shame. Garrett, we certainly wanted to talk to you about the seemingly messy and very public negotiations going on right now in Major League Baseball between the owners and the Players Association. And before we get to the latest developments and what's happening right now, I wanted to rewind a little bit and talk to you about the first presentation that the owners gave to the Players Association about the 50-50 split of league revenues for 2020. That was a non-starter for the Players Association. But what did you think about that first initial offer that the owners presented? Yeah, so for a lot of players, they, they found it as being very insulting. For a, for a lot of players uh, that I've talked to, they felt like they had already agreed to take a pay cut. They'd already agreed to have prorated salaries where they're paid basically in accordance with how many games are played. And they thought that was a really fair deal, and they thought it was a major concession, but they also thought it was a, a concession that made sense. And so then for the owners to come back with this alternative proposal where it's basically tied to the amount of revenue that's that's brought in um in their mind that's close to revenue sharing and the, the major league baseball players association has always been 100 percent against revenue sharing and so for most players that was a non-starter and it just didn't move the ball at all in fact it moved it backwards garrett we've seen players come out and and bash the proposals that the owners have put forth. And most recently, Max Scherzer put out a a pretty poignant statement last night. And one of the things that he said that was based on the current information the union has received, there's no justification to accept a second pay cut. As you're very familiar with the inner workings of how things like this will go down, do you think that both sides are not going to be able to come to an agreement unless the owners are very transparent with their financials and say, hey, this is exactly what we're going to get with, with advertising. This is what we're going to get with TV revenue. This is the exact number that we're working with? Yeah, this public fight does not look good right now. Um, things are not trending in a good direction. 
But, you know, I have a lot of respect for my old college teammate, Max Scherzer. He came out there on Haymakers last night. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and, and I think really the, the, the important thing to remember here is everybody thinks this is about millionaires versus billionaires and they're upset about it. But, you know, Max Scherzer and those other guys, they're the ones that have to worry about their health and their family's health while they do all this. And so they are quite concerned about going out and playing these games, um, even without fans. And then they're being asked to pay, take an even larger pay cut than they thought, they thought they would have to take in order to do it. And so they're really reluctant. And Max makes a really important point. You know, there's a lot, there's transparency in what the major league players are making. Everybody knows what Adam Wainwright's making, going to make this year. Everybody knows uh, what Max Scherzer is going to make this year. But there's zero transparency on behalf of the major league owners. And so they put out these statements saying that they're going to lose X amount of dollars this year, but there's no way to actually check that. And they just ask the public to believe them and take them for their word. And Max said, based on what he's, he's seen, there's no reason to believe them. He thinks that they are deceiving the public. And a lot of journalists have looked into this, taken a close look. And I think there's reason to, to doubt them as well. It'll be interesting to see if and when they're able to reach an agreement, as you know, with the baseball establishment. They wait until the very last minute. I'll be interested to see how this all plays out in the next week or so. Well, yeah, that's, and that's, that's true, too. Things can move really quickly. A lot of times when deals get done, it's because behind the scenes, whenever where there aren't being, being public statements being made, uh, folks are getting together sometimes and coming to coming to a deal and and hopefully that's true here you know i like everybody would love to turn on the tv and watch and watch a baseball game come july 15th uh, i think that we we all miss that and we all need that especially as much time as i'm spending in my house right now <laughs> um so hopefully that can still get done and i and you know i'm optimistic i think it still can get done but right now it surely isn't trending very well Eric Brocious, always good to hear your voice, and thanks for what you do on behalf of minor league players. It really is remarkable. People can follow Garrett on Twitter, at Garrett Brocious. Uh, keep up the great fight, sir. Yeah, thank you. And, and one more thing real quick. The Cardinals are one of the teams that have not announced what they're going to do yet with their minor league players. So that's going to happen in the next day or two, and hopefully we'll get good news from them. And by the way, that's the, that total cost is, for most teams, a million dollars or less, right? Correct. To, to extend the current payments they're making for the next three months, it would cost the Cardinals about a million dollars. So, you know, hopefully they do the right thing and take care of these players because, uh, you know, it's, it's a lifeline that they really need. All right. Thank you, Garrett. Appreciate it. Take care. Yeah. All right. That is our friend Garrett Brocious, St. Louis attorney here on 101 ESPN. Yeah, it would cost the A750 grand to pay their players for the rest of the season. Cardinals gave Ty Wigginton $5.5 million to not play for them. Yeah. And so when you can pay your players, and who am I to tell Bill DeWitt how to spend his money? Why? But, we do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. But a, a million, <laughs> in the big picture, when you have a payroll of $169 million at the major league level, $170 million, and you can improve people's lives at the cost of your own employees' lives at the cost of a million dollars for three months in the in the midst of a pandemic. And the Cardinals, have, by the way, have been fantastic yes. with their employees and their minor leaguers. And Adam Wainwright contributed a lot to that. But I would hope that the Cardinals would continue that. These guys are making, when they're playing, they're making $400 a week, the minor league players. 
Yeah, we, we talk about the fight that's going on right now with Major League Baseball players, and we're talking about, oh, you're going to still be making millions of dollars even if you did take a second pay cut. This is a completely different situation. These are guys that actually are worried about making their, their payments, and these are guys that depend on this money, and it is really important that they get it done. And I can't – I shouldn't say I can't imagine because this is professional sports, but I would I would hope that the Cardinals for a million dollars would yeah. recognize that they could really improve the situation of a lot of people that are depending on this money.